0: It's time for DECAL Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things DECAL. This is DECAL Download. Downloading now. In
1: 1996, the Georgia General Assembly created the Office of School Readiness to administer Georgia's pre-K program, licensed child care centers participating in the pre-K program, administer federal nutrition programs, and provide early intervention services. Eight years later, in 2004, Governor Sonny Perdue and the Georgia General Assembly created Bright from the Start Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning to further streamline the state services to Georgia's children from birth to age 5 and their families. The department was formed by merging the Office of School Readiness with units from the Department of Human Resources, the Department of Education, and the Georgia Child Care Council. Commissioner, we're using this episode of Decal Download to wish ourselves and everyone else out there a very happy 15th anniversary and to take a nostalgic look back.
2: Absolutely there's been a lot of growth uh, really positive things that have happened the last 15 years so we have some exciting guests to talk about that from their perspective.
1: We do. We've talked about this before but your first exposure to DECAL was when you were at the Office of Planning and Budget.
2: Yes uh, so um or before that, my parents were child care providers, so they were licensed and regulated by – It really, well, I will say they retired before DECAL was created, mm-hmm. um, just to be transparent. But um, So they were in that world for many, many years, and so I, I had that experience. But then, um, yes, I was over the education division, which handled DECAL's budget and became very um, a comp very um, interested in DECAL's budget and the many commissioners and programs, and until you work here, you really don't know everything that DECAL does. <laughs> <laughs> you think you do, but you don't. <laughs>
1: I was going to say, you just celebrated 20 years yes, for in the state, state government, mm-hmm. and uh, DECAL's celebrating 15 years. We're going to be joined today by uh, some of our DECAL team that go back to the very start in 2004, and even some before that with the Office of School Readiness. But we are very honored to be joined from Washington, D.C. by the current U.S. Secretary of Agriculture and former Governor of Georgia, Sonny
3: Perdue.
2: So, Mr. Secretary, thank you for joining us. And first question, why did you decide to create a Department of Early Care and Learning in Georgia?
3: Well, it's pretty simple. You know, Georgia was one of the first in the nation to have a paid-for voluntary pre-K program under the benefits of the HOPE Scholarship as uh Uh, created by Governor Zell Miller in Georgia. It had gone on very well but it was evident that we needed more structure to optimize the real value we were getting from our early care and learning environment in Georgia. I'm very happy that we did that and I'm happy that it's been 15 great years of early care and learning in Georgia and I think our students that are now enjoying the University Hope Scholarship as a result of that early care and learning, I think many students in the universities and colleges today because of that great start they got in the early years.
1: And what were your hopes for the agency in 2004, and have you been able to follow its progress and growth over the past 15 years?
3: I think our hopes for the agency then have been fulfilled with those students who have gone all the way through this early care and learning into elementary, middle school, high school, and now into the colleges and universities as well. I think the great start they got, under our Early Care and Learning Program and the Voluntary Pre-K Program and others, uh, set them on a stage for success academically and socially going forward. Uh, So my goals then have been fulfilled and I'm really happy to have been part of that. I'm happy to have had the uh, uh, Pre-K program funded by our uh, lottery money. It's been put to great use and I think we've got students that are graduating today as a result of that that have been real beneficiaries.
2: We have a great photo of you signing the legislation, creating this department with your twin granddaughters looking on. We're, we're curious, how are they doing these days?
3: Well, our granddaughters were that age to enjoy the pre-K programs and uh, uh, fortunately they're some of the students I'm talking about that benefited from that early start uh, in education and now they are also uh, sophomores in college and one of them is at North Georgia College studying physical therapy. And another is at Georgia Southern, doing what uh, you're doing here in the education of our students in early childhood education. We're proud of both of them. They're fine young women, and uh, I'm happy they got a good start in early care and learning in the Georgia program.
1: Well, Secretary Purdue, thanks again for joining us on the podcast From Washington, D.C., best of luck to you. Appointed by Governor Purdue in 2004 and serving in the role until 2007, Marsha Moore was the very first commissioner of Bright from the Start. We spoke with her recently about her memories.
4: The highlight of my professional career was the creation of this department, the first of its kind that focused specifically on our youngest children and their families. During my time at School Readiness, I had the opportunity of serving on many national task forces and worked closely with highly respected researchers and leaders throughout our country in early care and education. It didn't take me very long to realize that in Georgia, as in most parts of our country, we had somewhat of a fragmented early care and education system. It was getting great results on our pre-K children, but resources were very limited for our youngest children. I brought what I had learned back to school readiness, and along with some very smart and highly motivated staff, providers, educators, and other private and state leaders, developed a framework for a new state agency that would speak loudly to the need of quality care and educational opportunities for all of our children starting at birth. The governor and legislators embraced this idea that just made good common sense and thus the development of Bright from the start. Working alongside such motivated staff and early care and education providers was such a blessing to me and those of us who had put so many years in the early care and education field from the bottom and saw it build up into a shining star, actually, in our country. Since I've left the department, I've witnessed its growth and emphasis on high-quality care and education. It's grown tremendously in size, bringing the money and other resources in one place so that the state can leverage its resources to create better educational and child care for our children. I congratulate the leaders after me that have held high standards for this agency, and I wish it many more years of growth and success so that Georgia's children will continue to thrive. What an honor it has been for me to be a part of this.
1: And, you know, uh, Marcia Moore was previously acting director of the Office of School Readiness for several years, appointed by Governor Roy Barnes.
2: Right. She has a lot of history with this work.
1: So, uh, Commissioner, your immediate predecessor was Bobby Cagle, who now serves as director of the Los Angeles County Department of Children and Family Services. We talked with Bobby recently and asked him what his time at DeCal meant to him.
5: For me personally, it was an opportunity to lead a statewide organization focused on children and families. Really, it was a dream come true. For me professionally, it gave me an opportunity to lead an already well-functioning organization full of amazing leaders and lead it to new heights. Finally, the opportunity to focus on brain development, learning about the effects of trauma and toxic stress, and resiliency completely revolutionized my thinking, not just about early education, but about human services in general. And it's stuff that I use each and every day as a leader in L.A. County.
2: Next, we asked Bobby, how has DECAL changed most over the past 15 years?
5: From its origins as the Office of School Readiness, the department has been focused on giving children their best shot at life from an educational perspective. It was about the business of setting up infrastructure to suit that purpose. Today, I see it as encompassing a more holistic approach, recognizing that health, nutrition, economic circumstances, culture, race, environment, and family engagement all play a role in a child's optimal development. The focus on setting up a statewide system to invest in and encourage improvements in all those areas using quality rated as a vehicle, in addition to the academics, makes it a truly remarkable organization, capable of positively influencing the lives of families and children throughout the state of Georgia. But, in reality, the organization's reach, in many ways, is well beyond that to a national and even international level because it continues to set the standard to which others aspire. Quite impressive for the little agency that could.
2: We also have an advisory board called the Board of Early Care and Learning that meets quarterly. Dr. Lou Ann Purcell from Warner Robbins has represented the 8th Congressional District on this board from the very beginning.
6: I think that one, it has really helped me to uh, stay abreast of what um, early care and learning um, is happening in Georgia. I travel a lot with my job and uh, talking with educators all over the country and in Canada. And I'm always so proud when people talk about how Georgia is really a leader in the area of preschool early care and learning. Um, I I am proud to have had just a little part in that encouragement and support of the staff over the years and of the programs. I've learned so much about the learning environments from family providers to, to large chains and everything in between. It's been a great learning experience for me and and one that makes me proud to be a Georgian. We have uh, are a lot bigger organization than we were 15 years ago. Uh, I think the move to the Twin Towers was a great decision, um, along with uh, changing the curriculum so that they, uh, it was a smooth, seamless uh, change into pre-K to um, K-12. I think that it was an important statement for us to be at the Twin Towers. Um, I think it's been interesting to see the comings and goings of various commissioners and staff and board members each contributed to the success of, of where we are today. They had unique talents and experience and, um, were able to share their gifts, uh, with the total program. And so I think that we have grown at, at, with a depth of, uh, and, and a maturity, I, I would say that um, we have really aged well.
1: Our thanks to Dr. Purcell and also uh, Commissioner Bobby, K- former Commissioner Bobby Cagle, now out in uh, Hollywood.
7: That's <laughs> right, <I> L.A. <laughs> like.
1: the, the Hollywood defects. I don't think that's what they call it. But uh, uh, good to have uh, him and uh, Marsha Moore with us and obviously Secretary uh, Sonny Purdue uh, In studio today, to talk about their years here at DECAL and the 15th anniversary, we are more than happy to welcome Elizabetta Casper, Deputy Commissioner for Federal Programs. Catherine Broussard is Director of Process and Policy Initiatives for Child Care Services. And John Gardner, Criminal Records Administrative Assistant in our legal department. Um, longtime DECAL employees, welcome to the program today.
8: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Great to have you guys here. And I want to talk a little bit about some of the history. Let's go around first, though, and uh, talk about when did you first join the agency? Which agency was it that you joined? <laughs> and and how did you end up here? Elizabeth, let's start with you.
8: I joined the Office of School Readiness in 2003, and both John and Catherine were already here when I joined. Um, and Catherine and I were both in licensing mm-hmm. together. I joined as a childcare licensing consultant. And Catherine actually partially trained me. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so um, it's fun that we get to still work together now. Yeah. Um, before I worked at DECAL, I was in the early childhood industry. And so um, I actually began my career with um, a stint at a hospital that was for severely abused and neglected children. But after that, I got into the early education realm and was a teacher in a classroom for children in an inclusive, inclusive environment, for children who are 18 to 36 months. So that was an experience. Mm, yeah. And then after that was a child care center director. And then um, uh, a further in, that, in, in a corporate child care program that had lots of locations was an area manager, a regional manager.
1: Okay, quite the background mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. perfectly suited for this
9: role today. John, how about you? Well, I started with the agency September of 1996. Um, I think the agency had been around for about four to six months then. Uh, they had a pilot program starting in 1993. That, um, so they had just started the office. Mm-hmm. Um, I had wor- Prior to that, I had worked at the Department of Education. Um, for about a year and a half. And prior to that, I worked at DFACS. So I received a call from one of the early directors and said, we think we have a job for you. And I was like, well, can I have it? I I need it because I really wanted to leave the Department of Education at the time. And um, I came and interviewed and, and it was a hit the grounds running kind of thing to do. You know, we just need people that can jump in and do it.
1: Did it feel like a startup agency? I it mean,
9: really did. Yeah. I mean, back in the early days, it was all about, we're doing a mail-out for 20,000 people. Everybody, come, everybody, <laughs> even you, Red, you commissioner. We need all of you. It was it was that. It was um, very harried, but uh, it it was interesting in that everybody was really committed to this one-stop shop early childhood education, which was totally new here in the state of Georgia
1: there's something powerful though about everybody pitching in on something like that and even today we've had some projects where it was like okay everybody come to you know the the executive conference room or the hickory or oak and let's work on this Catherine how about you
10: um, I joined the Office of School Readiness in August of 1998. Mm. Um, I started in licensing and um, kind of a fun fact, I, when I applied I had worked previously for three years with Head Start and um, became familiar with Office of School Readiness through that and applied actually for two positions at OSR, Um, one in child care licensing, the other one was uh, with Mark Waits in the training division of Office of School Readiness, (laughs) and um, had an interview for the licensing position and um, was offered the, pos- well, wasn't offered the position yet. I then got a call from Mark Waits to set up an interview for the second, the training position. And I had to say, well, I need to let you know I've interviewed already for this licensing position, but I haven't been offered yet. And within a couple of hours, I got a call back about the licensing <laughs> position and was offered that. And my first day, I had lunch with John Gardner. How about um, that? And And this was not planned,
1: by the way. He's a
10: good guy like that. (laughs) Um, And actually, my territory that I had as a licensing consultant um, was the territory that Marsha Moore had previously served. So I had to kind of walk in her shoes, and that was some pretty big shoes to fill. Um, She was very well respected in the field with providers.
1: That's always a challenge when you follow someone. You kind of like to be the third person to come behind somebody that's very popular. I (laughs) didn't realize that Marsha had been a consultant uh, and promoted from within to to her leadership role.
10: Yes, she was a field consultant and then became director of child care services before she moved up to the um, director of office
1: of school readiness. Wow um, let's talk about I'll include the Commissioner in, in this as well with some of the questions about the uh, the past but you guys were were there to put things in perspective so pre-k comes along 1992 that's a huge deal the office of school readiness is formed in 1996 to help administer pre-k and license those programs that offered pre-k also some federal nutrition programs early intervention were part of that Did it feel like a, and I mentioned this to John, of small startup? What was the feeling back then, Elizabeth?
8: Definitely. I think the fact that the three of us are intertwined, who just happen to be in the room today, is indicative of Mm -hmm. how small the agency was back at, at those times. I can remember the first year I was there. Um, we were over at 10 Park Place in um, a different building than we're in now and in that building um, we occupied I think uh, more than one floor but but mainly on one floor and I can remember on the holidays the agency had a holiday lunch kind Mm -hmm. of potluck kind of get together and they set up Tables all through the hallway, and the entire agency was there in the hallway eating a holiday meal together, which I thought was really kind of neat. But that said, we were just really small. We all really knew each other pretty well, and um, it was um, a different feel. But I will say that um, if I had to compare between then and now, the culture of excellence, excellent customer service, and real attention to quality existed right from the beginning
4: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. so, this is kind of a random question, but makes me curious now. Mm-hmm. So, when you first began as a childcare consultant, both of you, were you, mm-hmm. we, we consider them home based now. I mean, their mm-hmm. offices are at home. Were you home based or were you located at 10 Park Place?
10: Yes, no. We were home based, but we came in maybe once a week, once uh-huh. a month. Once um, a week. No, yeah. once a week. We had to do intake. <laughs> well, we remember? Didn't oh, t- that's we didn't high. have yeah, the technology we that, that yeah. we have now. And we had yeah.
8: swing, these swing offices <laughs> yes. that had like five or six desks, yes. and they co located pre K consultants and licensing consultants so that we would build relationships Mm -hmm. and get to know each other. Yes. Wow. And back
10: then. Share a desk and become
2: friends, please.
8: (laughs) And back
10: then (coughs) in our home offices, we had to use our own personal phones Mm -hmm. and things like that. We had a computer Mm -hmm. and a portable printer, and Mm -hmm. that was about it. Mm -hmm. Okay,
1: interesting. Now we have swings in front of the Twin Towers. (laughs) (laughs) So you can just go down there and and hang out. John, what uh, memories do you have of that time?
9: Uh, really the dedication of people working as a team to to pull together i mean um job descriptions back then were it was usually other duties as assigned first <laughs> and then everything because you never knew we didn't have a you know we didn't have a lot of people so yeah. it's like well who has the skill we we need this and um, and then just a willingness, which I, I think we have now, but a willingness to jump in and just mm-hmm. do what needs to get done. Um, because we were winging it a lot of times. We're like, this is new territory, you know, what does the map look like today? Right. Mm-hmm. What are we going to need? What Where are our physical needs of the people? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I think it was a little more fast-paced back then because— I remember running down halls, going from one project to another and getting home and going, I'm exhausted from running. Today. <laughs> but it was, it, it was that intense. Uh, but the people were great.
1: So that was the Office of School Readiness. And just to give people a, a picture here, this was at 10 Park Place.
9: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, then you became, right from the start, Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. 2004, Governor Perdue, General <laughs> Assembly, create the new agency, merging the Office of School Readiness with units from the Department of Human Resources, the Department of Education, and the Georgia Child Care Council. Catherine, what were your feelings, thoughts at that time?
10: That actually was a time that opened up a huge opportunity for me Um, in Office of School Readiness with licensing and pre-K joint. um, We had an initiative called Standards of Care, and we used to do observations together, um, a pre-K consultant and a licensing consultant, and um, if they scored a certain, you know, number on their environment rating scale observation, they were given a center of distinction, kind of just a designation. It was the the true beginnings of what's now quality rated. Mm When the merge happened with DHR, some positions opened up in standards of care. And that was when I left licensing to join that quality initiative piece where I spent the last several years mm-hmm. um, doing, um, building that program into what now is um, quality rated. But it started out during that merge wow. where we really designated positions. I'm I'm
1: trying to get a picture of new employees coming over from Department of Human Resources, Department of Education, Georgia Child Care Council. What was that like?
8: Um, We were terrified. (laughs) I mean, to be honest, we were all terrified. And I think just as much the, the folks coming over as the folks that were already here. Um, I remember, um, I can't remember how long after our um, official agency began in, in October, I think it was October of 2004, we had a, what they called an all hands conference where they got the whole agency together. And I remember they had already told us what our regional assignments would be. I was a licensing consultant at the time and they, a lot of the folks who were coming over were licensed consultants or they call we're called surveyors but mm-hmm. with the department of human resources and we were all very just you know when you don't know suspicious mm-hmm. and worried about sure. how did each other do the work and we didn't want to have to do like they went into family child care homes that was new to us mm-hmm. there was a whole mm-hmm. unit that did that we didn't know um, we had just we had been responsible for the monitoring of. Centers that had Georgia's pre K, which is different. Mm -hmm. I mean, you do have it, it's a slightly different population than the whole population. And so I think they brought a tremendous amount of knowledge, and Mm -hmm. we learned a tremendous amount. And I think I learned the most from that time that change takes time, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that you have to, you know, build those relationships and be. Um, be very thoughtful and and patient Mm -hmm. as you figure out what the processes need to be and and how to work together but I think, you know, we pulled it off eventually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, We pulled it off.
1: Said the Deputy Commissioner of the CAPS (laughs) program. (laughs) Speaking of change. Listen, we've got a line here of folks that want to weigh in on this with you guys. They've got some memories as well. Uh, Jennifer McCrary is a regional manager with Georgia's pre-K program and in 2000 she began her career with the Office of School Readiness as a licensing consultant. And looking back over the past 15 years, Jennifer says, wow, how we've grown.
7: I began my employment back in 2000 when we were the Office of School Readiness, and I started out as a licensing consultant wow how we have grown. Aside from the obvious change of becoming a department and continuously growing our staff, I think the biggest change I've seen upfront and personal is in the level of support we give our programs. From the training and coaching of teachers, to our quality support program, to the support our inclusion specialists provide, and the TA provided by Quality Rated, DCAL is focused on ensuring providers have what they need to provide exceptional service to children and their families. I'm so grateful for my time at DECAL. It has challenged me professionally, and I've grown so much during my time here. When I first began back in 2000, I was young and single, and now I'm middle-aged with kids and in the thick of life. Like many moms, I struggle with the decision to remain in the workforce when my children were small, but I found that DECAL really is the best of both worlds. I continue to grow professionally every day, and I don't have the guilt or pressure of feeling that I have to miss out on special events with my children. DECAL is family-focused, and that is something you can't find everywhere.
2: Terry Giles is a part time retiree now working in the exemptions unit of child care services, and she was also my mother's surveyor. Oh. Um, and then her licensing consultant once uh, the center that my mom ran um, got George's pre-k so it was interesting to meet her when I started at DECAL and my mom had a great relationship with her my dad also ran his center I'm not sure who his consultant was (laughs) Um, but I need to find out Uh, she retired in 2013 but she's been with the agency going back to the office of school readiness starting in 1996 I feel very blessed to
0: have been part of DECAL and worked with both departments um, I've worked with wonderful people over the years uh, and I've always felt supported by managers and coworkers. workers uh, I've also enjoyed working in the field with probably hundreds of providers and feeling like that at times I actually made a difference. We also asked Terry what
2: some of the biggest changes she's seen.
0: One of the biggest changes I've experienced is with um, technology. When I began working with Office of School Readiness in 1996, we were actually handwriting our visits and letters were being typed by the admins. So it was a huge learning curve for me when um, we began using laptops. Another change uh, that uh, I've noticed over the years is in family childcare. We've gone from minimal oversight to oversight that's pretty well equal and in line with child care learning centers, um, as well as providing technical assistance to them. Um, And so I feel like uh, we've made a lot of strides in the family child care um, section. Um, If I had to give some advice for newer staff, it would be stick around. It's a good place to be.
1: Today, Glenda Davis-Canteen serves as one of our new Early Education Community Partnership Coordinators for the Northwest Region, but she's also been here from the beginning and even a little before. Here's Glenda with some thoughts.
11: I'm the Early Education Community Partnership Coordinator for the Northwest Region in the Quality Innovations and Partnerships Division Community Outreach and Partnerships Unit. When I bundle all of the various experiences, roles and responsibilities I've had since 2002, I reminisce with gratitude. I have a greater awareness and keen insight of the impact of poverty and homelessness, supporting and connecting our children, families, and local communities with the necessary services and resources to bridge the gap. It makes me realize and appreciate how important our work really is at DECAL. Every day matters. DECAL has grown exponentially in size. The number of staff members has tripled. We expanded our services to include the infant toddler network and the quality rated process to address the early education needs. We embrace childcare and parent services, the CAPS programs to assist no-to-low-income families with the cost of child care. And more recently, it's been exhilarating to see communities come together, in some instances for the first time, to work towards literacy initiatives, mental health, and trauma to align our early childhood systems for children ages birth to eight.
2: Nicole Cook is a quality support specialist for Georgia's pre-K program.
7: Personally, my time at DECAL has meant that I've had the honor and privilege of working with some very talented, knowledgeable, and creative people that are not only my coworkers, but I also consider my friends. It's difficult to identify DECAL's one biggest area of change over the last 15 years because I feel like we're constantly in a state of change. I personally think that's one reason DECAL has been such a great place to work and why the agency is so relevant in the field of early childhood education. I feel we learn from our successes, and more importantly, we will learn from our efforts that aren't always as successful as we'd like for them to be. But then we use that information to help us improve so that we can do better and be better for the families and children in Georgia.
1: Today, Megan McNail is our summer transition and outreach manager for Georgia's pre-K program. She also goes back to the beginning of our agency in 2004 and shared these memories.
0: My time here at DCAL over the last 15 years has been awesome and I am truly blessed to be able to say that I work for the best department in the state of Georgia. I work with incredible people on a daily basis who all have one common goal, the children in our state. I have been able to grow both personally and professionally during my time here. I truly love what I do and not many people can say that. When I first started in state government 18 years ago, I worked for a small department with six people When we merged with DECAL, when it was formed, I thought I was going to work for a huge department. Now look at us. I think we have gained 400 employees since that happened. So I would say the growth that we have had has been the biggest change over that time. I can't imagine where we will be in another 15 years. Go DECAL!
1: Thanks to uh, all of our folks for sharing those uh, thoughts. Let's go back to our live panel uh, here in studio and If you – this is going to be a tough question, but when you think about the big changes over the past 15 years, four commissioners, Marsha Moore, Holly Robinson, Bobby Cagle, this Amy Jacobs that came in here most recently. (laughs) You know, we've gone through three governors now, Governor Purdue, Governor Deal, Governor Kemp. Um, What are some of the big changes that that come to mind? Catherine, let's start with you.
10: Um, I I think the – one of the biggest changes that's had the most impact is the addition of um, research component. Um, I've had the privilege of being able to participate on a national level in different conferences over the last several years, and um, having great ideas is good, but having data to support our progress on those ideas has just been invaluable. Um, and. You know, we we ask the hard questions. We're not afraid to do that. And it's nice to know that we have that research division who helps us look at what our progress is and find some of those answers to support
1: yeah. those
9: hard questions.
1: Great point. The gentleman from Criminal Records Checks I'm going to ask <laughs> next, what's the biggest change, John?
9: I think one of the biggest changes and challenges that we've had um, – are a technological Mm. challenges because we started off with not a lot of computer support Um, and um, as i recall right from the start i was saying to the the powers that be we need to enhance our computer um, databases and things we we need to have this in You know up and running now i know we don't have it but that that's and i think that's been a challenge to continue to um for the commissioners to continue to take that to the legislature to get the funding that we need and and they've been able to do that Mm -hmm. and to maintain uh the other challenge i think is just maintaining the consistency of our growth that we we want to add to these components and and really make it the best one-stop shop which I think we're achieving now. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. better than it's ever been. Elizabeth?
8: Mm-hmm. I think the biggest change um, that I can that that I think has some of the greatest impact for Decal since it became Decal was the transition of the Child Care Development Fund. Mm-hmm from, um, I think it was at the Division of Family and Children's Services to DECAL, I think it allowed us to take a step into the whole next realm of what we could do with er building early education systems. And I think in every division we've seen growth. um, And of course, obviously with my division, the eligibility function coming to CAPS was a huge part of that. But before that even happened, there was, um, we were administering those dollars and there were a lot of changes and initiatives we've been able to to implement because of that, that impacted, again, all sorts of um, divisions, but also um, across Georgia's children and families across the state.
1: Mm -hmm. Did you ever think that the little agency that could would have an (laughs) annual budget of over $847 million, and a big chunk of that, federal dollars through CCDF and lottery funding, obviously, and and whatnot. Um, Here's a tough one. Over 15 years of decal, Greatest accomplishment, Catherine. We'll come back to you.
10: Um, I I think it our greatest accomplishment has been the recognition that we have received on a national level for our different programs, um, whether it be pre-K or whether it be um, being asked to return over and over. Um, to build, to present um, innovative ideas like our peer support network that we do with Quality Rated. And and um, just all of the innovation and being recognized on a national level for mm-hmm. those great ideas that we have.
9: Yeah. John? I'd have to agree with Catherine. I think... Um, you know, even in the specific things that we do here, we're recognized nationally. And for criminal records, they look to us for some of the new laws. And for, mm-hmm. you know, so we've got some really bright people working here. Um, and um, that's probably the best thing that we do, mm-hmm. you know, that we, we do. You do see us. They do know about us. Uh, they look okay. to us for the guidance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's better.
8: T- they took mine. <laughs>
9: <laughs> you can um, have it too.
8: <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say that being one of only a few um, states that has a um, comprehensive. Agency that that um, deals with all things early childhood um, and and early learning is a huge. It, it's an accomplishment, but it, it allows us to to have those innovative ideas. I think and to be um, leaders because we are so streamlined within between the different programs, which I think is a great testament to other states to look at. That if you do that, you can really take things. Um, you know, a much step much further than mm-hmm. than when you're in different agencies and having to figure out um, all of those, navigate all those roads right
1: mm-hmm. didn't warn you, but we'll add the commissioner to that question
2: that's hard accomplishment over the last mm-hmm. fifteen years i think um As our three guests talked about, the culture from the beginning was excellent customer service and maintaining that gold standard and using research um, to make decisions. And I feel like we've maintained that through the 15 years, which I think is a great accomplishment. Um, I think um, we are the gold standard in state government, and it started 15 years ago. Um, I think the greatest challenge for me is um, how do we maintain that standard as we grow? Um, I think we've gotten very large for very good reasons. Um, We've really, we are really building a system of early care and learning in Georgia, but it worries me to get any larger because I don't want to lose that personal aspect that I feel like um, DECAL has had way before I got here. And I felt it when I got here um, and I still feel it, but I don't want to get too much bigger (laughs) because I like to know the people that, that I get to work with every day. And sometimes when you get so large, you you can't do that. It's just Mm -hmm. not possible.
1: Right. Uh, Almost out of time. And we could talk all day about the agency. We're going to Pretend we have an anniversary cake on the table with a candle uh, burning, and uh, you're about to blow out the candle and make a wish for decal for the next 15 years. Elizabeth, what's your hope?
8: Um, I think that we continue to maybe not grow in size, but to grow in our—I think we have become much more comprehensive in how the breadth of the programs and the depth of the programs of all the divisions. But also I think we've, we have started to provide services to families in a more comprehensive way. And I would love to see us get to continue in that path and really, really explore two generational strategies and um, other innovations and initiatives that would help uh, support Georgia's families.
1: Mm-hmm. John?
9: I'd have to agree. I think um, I think there are more improvements that we can make. And, um, you know, with the research, just find out how we can improve more. Um, I, I don't see the agency as much larger. We may grow a little more, but I just can't imagine that um, having the culture that we've had all these years, that we're going to lose that. I, I just don't feel that we will. Mm-hmm. There, um, we've got a good, strong Um, work culture that's that's just very cohesive and it works Mm -hmm. unlike you know some other places we we really work well together yeah Mm -hmm.
1: Catherine, what do you think um
10: i i would hope that we as we've grown um separate um projects and initiatives we've connected our different projects, with our different divisions, what I would wish for and hope for in the next years is that we explore the depth of those connections so that we really look at how deeply connected licensing is to quality rated and to pre-K and to caps and that we continue being innovative Mm -hmm. in our approaches to
1: whatever we do. Definitely a line that connects all of mm-hmm. them. It's just finding it and yep. recognizing mm-hmm. it in a lot of ways. Commissioner, we'll give you the last word on that
2: one. Well, I think it's incredible that we have so many employees that have been around since uh, even before DECAL was created. So I think that mm-hmm. speaks volumes that they've stuck around and they actually still like working here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I think that... Um, the way we do our work has changed. I mean, just from my perspective as a child of a child care owner, it was very regulatory. And I feel like that has changed. We provide so many supports to child care providers all throughout the state. I don't want us to continue to do that. They shouldn't be doing this alone. I mean, I think we've built some really good relationships um, all over the state with child care providers that have a really hard job. And then I have to echo what um, said is about how do we serve families, Um We've never really served families directly until recently, and we have so much more to do on that. And so I'm really looking forward to how do we um, also help families be successful.
1: All right. Very good. Fifteen years. Hey, we're just getting started here at the Department of Early Care and Learning. Elizabeth, John, and Catherine, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank thanks you. for having us. And I guess we should say to everybody out there. That's right. Happy, happy anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> happy birthday. We just got
2: our learning permit. Just think what <laughs> is this <day's> going to be. <laughs> remember,
1: remember 15? <laughs> Thought you We're knew our our teenage everything. Years. <laughs> oh, we knew everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much.
0: Now your questions from the water cooler.
9: My name is David Ginsburg. I work in the legal department. My question for the commissioner is what is the most important attribute a person on your team could have?
2: Well, thank you, David. Um, so I would say honesty. I think uh, being a hundred percent honest, hundred percent of the time, even if it might be hard uh, to be honest, sometimes is the most important. The most important thing I would look for in a person, and I try to live by that too. It's much easier to tell the truth all the time, even if you have to apologize. Um, that way, you don't have to remember things either. You don't know, long my, you're honest.
1: Right. My grandmother used to say, "It will come back to you." That's
2: right. Exactly. So true. Just, just be honest.
1: Time for the Decal Download Quiz, your chance to win a nice prize for listening to this edition of the podcast. You can send your answer to Decal Download at decal.ga.gov. We'll draw one name from all the correct answers and award you with the prize. Here's the question. Name one of the three state agencies contributing units to the Office of School Readiness that helped form Decal. Name one of the three state agencies contributing units to the Office of School Readiness that helped form DECAL. That's the question. Send your answer to DECAL Download at decal.ga.gov. And good luck.
0: Thanks for tuning in to DECAL Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at... CEO,
1: M.M. Jacobs.